Well, hello and welcome to a very special episode. Say something interesting. The follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent. I'm the teaching pastor at East Lake, and with me is my friend Megan. Hello. And uh, Megan's a teacher full time, and just had her first in-person school day today. Uh-huh. How did it? And it was like half day. I mean, it's a full day for you, but half mm-hmm. day for some of the kids. It's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah, but how did it go? Well, I, I didn't have any children oh, that I interacted that's with. That's right. Freshman so. day today. And you're all <laughs> it over was the like place, freshman orientation. People day. were in the building. Like there Pe- was a little bit of a there buzz. There were children in the building. There were many, many, many more cars than there normally are there because teachers had to be there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was you probably exciting. have like parking pass though, right? Teachers well, have I have spots. They do have a parking pass for teachers. Yeah. They I have not received one yet. Um, so Come on. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're not a real teacher. What's the deal? You got to get I the mean, pass. I got a badge. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me keys. Uh, I have lots of keys. <laughs> I, uh, the buzz in the building. I watched Gonzaga basketball on Saturday night and they had a handful of fans in the stands uh-huh. and it changed the whole game. It was, it was like that awkward middle between where you could definitely hear them, but it wasn't like raucous. It was like a couple of kids like yeah. trying to be loud, mostly <laughs> cheerleaders and stuff. And it yeah. was like. Oh, that feels so weird. I'm sure it felt weird to walk the halls this week. I didn't really walk around while the kids were there. there Okay, but this is what happened. I thought I was going to have kids in my classroom because I have a ninth grade advisory and advisory teachers were supposed to have their rooms available because their students were going to go in there with their like mentor and do stuff. And so I was sat in my portable, which is way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And... I was going to say something maybe inappropriate. That's why I flipped that. Oh, but- <laughs> you should. We'll edit it out. Don't worry. I'll edit it out. I promise. Um, and- oh, come on. <laughs> and so I was sitting in my portable waiting for kids and they never came because they like combined them with another group. And that- they didn't tell you? And they didn't tell me. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I only had five kids from my advisory who were there today. Yeah. And then the rest of them are going to be there on Thursday. Anyway, it was wah, a thing. Wah. So I, but I emailed the dean, and I was like, "There are no kids in my room. Was I supposed to meet them somewhere else?" And she was like, "Oh, we combined them." I was like, "Thanks. That would have been nice to know." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I don't know. I'll dress up. Cool. And know where it's to cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun, guys. Thanks. I even like made a seating chart for them because we're supposed to for contact tracing and just nothing. Yeah. I was like great. Yeah. This is wonderful. That's, Thank you, that's everyone. Great. I love you. London got on the bus for the first time today. I know. I heard she was excited. 6.30 in the morning Yesterday, when, when her bus came by. I know. Yesterday when I was talking to her, that was the only thing she was talking to me about. She oh, said, yeah. Megan, I have to be on the bus at 6.30 yeah, in the morning. Yeah, probably because she hasn't peeled herself out yeah. of bed before 7.30 <laughs> once in the last nine months. So she she had that optimism, though, that we all have every once in a while. Last night, uh-huh. she was like... Um, we were watching the first episode of the Mandalorian together with uh-huh. like all the kids. We've been going through it and just started the second season anyways. And, uh, and she goes, dad, I think I need to, um, leave a little early. I'll finish it tomorrow. I have to get to bed. My alarm's going off at five 30. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, if there's only 12 minutes left, I, you know, I think you're good. If you want to yeah. just finish it, like you're okay. <laughs> no, I think I, I think I want to go to bed early. Okay. You know, like I'm not going to stop you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so I set my alarm for six. So I'm uh-huh. up at six 
And uh, I get up and I go out there and I see Kylie out there and I'm like, is where's London? She's like, I had to go just wake her up. She slept <laughs> through her alarm on the first day. On the first day. This Classic. girl is in for a rude awakening. Gonna, it's going to be great. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, did your mom wake you up for school? No, I had an alarm every time. Uh, yeah, no. My, my mom, mom woke me up until probably my like junior, senior year of high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every day. And she Probably was, my senior year. And you did okay with that? Oh, I kind of loved it. But yeah. Um, she would sing us awake, so it was kind of a funny time. But yeah, I'm trying to yeah. think. Uh no, that that never happened to me. <laughs> Your mom my didn't mom sing you awake. Me awake. <laughs> my mom's no. like an extreme. Were they, were they early birds though? And my mom's an extreme morning person. Okay. So she's like up and excited about life. I, I'm um, pretty confident. Like, cause I did uh CBC, I did running start junior, senior mm-hmm. year, and I liked the 6.50 a.m. classes. I think I was up before my parents oh, in yeah. college. Maybe my dad, my dad's kind of really bird. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Maybe he was up. But for the most part, I think I got myself up and out and at him. Yeah. But, you know, that was junior, senior year. So maybe maybe less in middle school or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, my yeah. my mom woke us up every morning. I think she liked it. That's probably part really why she did it. You know, the sucky so thing for me is it's probably changing my sleep schedule around. <laughs> yeah. Um, because last night I was like, well, I, if I'm going to be up, cause I wanted to be up for her first day and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I, well, I need to go to bed at like 1030 <laughs> to like, I'm doing the math. I'm working backwards. Yeah. I'm like seven hours back, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, Oh, I have to go to bed. Cause I've been, I, that's like my time, man. All the kids are asleep. I'm yeah. up. Even Kylie will go to bed at like, I don't know, nine thirty, mm-hmm. ten or something like that. And then it's like, I'm reading, I get, I get a show to myself. I get sports center late at night mm-hmm. and that's, that's my time. And now she's cutting into that. Kids are the worst, Megan. That's <laughs> really the, the real, the bottom line of it all. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, good. And do anything yeah. fun this weekend? Uh, no. <laughs> you didn't even have to think about it. Easy. I, easy. My wife uh, took mm-hmm. London up to Spokane to do a little shopping oh, yeah. trip. She also showed me her ears pierced. She, yeah, she, mm-hmm. she said, "Dad, you noticing the thing different about me?" <laughs> oh no! And I was like, <laughs> and I definitely didn't get it right. So there was that. Yeah, she and already then, had. She got a second hole in her lobe, right? In yeah, lobe. which apparently Kylie has too. I had yeah, no did. idea. How did you not know that? I don't know. <laughs> I said, she said, "Like mom," and I was like, well, "What are you talking about, like mom?" <laughs> And I said, when did you get that? She's like, when I was 16. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Fair. Fair. That happens. I have like a cartilage piercing, but when I wear my hair down, people like you don't see it. Yeah. So people will see me with my hair up and be like, when did you get that? Yeah. And I'm like, when I was 18. Yeah. So it's been quite a while. Yeah. She came back with the piercing. I'm like, golly, what's next? Belly button, tongue, all this stuff. <laughs> like, good grief. I'm playing that dad card, you know? Yeah. And then she comes out um, and she she wants to show me all of her clothes that she bought for school. And she's like, she bought like two or three pairs of, of mom jeans. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I, I really think I'm like looking at I'm like, London, these are going to be the things five years from now. We all, we've all done it. It's fine. You have to go through it. You look back and you think, I don't know what the heck That's I was That's what thinking. middle school is for. I know. I'm just trying to help her out. Middle school is the time I know, you look I'm, back I'm on the photos. I'm doing that right now too, I'm sure. Think, oh. I'll look back and be like, what in the world are you doing wearing those shoes? What, uh, what were you thinking? <laughs> I but, look back at my hair from middle school and I think, why, mom, did you let me do that? And the reason why is because I was insistent. Yeah. And she just didn't want to fight that battle. So yeah. kudos, good parenting. But I looked awful. So, <laughs> speaking of that shopping trip, you, they, they incorporate you guys incorporated that into your game on Sunday, your pre-service festivities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you had to guess items over thirteen dollars on Amazon, 
And immediately when I gave the sheet to Gary to say, Gary, you're going to host this game for us behind the camera. He went into Amazon employee mode saying, well, when did you check these? Cause our prices fluctuate daily. <laughs> and I said, no, they don't Gary. And I checked it last night. So get off it. <laughs> hilarious. Also doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game that with points that don't count, yeah. I think we'll be all right. I think I think we're okay. It's like general price point. How did you guys do? I didn't get to see any of it. Um, I was not doing other things. Super well. Yeah. I, I think you could like guess. We did like 50, looking at the 50. under or looking at the sheet, I, I was guessing if you did the under, it was probably the way to go. Yeah, I think we went over too often. But yeah, I we didn't do super great. We got a few, but not a lot. Were there any items on that list that you would personally purchase for yourself? Don't even remember what was on the list. Vans shoelaces Maybe was one the, of them. Uh, there was like a lip smackers pack. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Maybe that. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't. There was scrunchies was on the list. Vans shoelaces. I would not buy those because they were over thirteen. I know. That's what I'm saying. For a pair of two shoes. That's like her brand right now, man. She loves that stuff. Well, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we started a, a new series on we Sunday, did. How to Be Unlucky, a series on uh, on like the pursuit of virtue and, and what it means to be unlucky and how I think that that might be able to, to sort of help you in this way. We had uh, did some in-person stuff. We we did have a few families. We talked about this at staff meeting today, show up with kids thinking mm-hmm. they said kids, bring kids. And uh, unfortunately, um, we are doing kids, but not until March 28th. And so yeah. I think next week might be tough. So if you're listening to this. March 28th. March. Not March February 28th. 28th. Yeah, I know it feels like it should be now because school mm-hmm. started up, but we're giving that a little bit of a buffer. Uh, we're letting that kind of work itself out, and then and then it makes just like uh, really a ton of sense for us to do it. So, uh, And there's just some training stuff involved in our end to get our volunteers back up to speed and go in that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, thanks to the parents who did come with their kids. Sorry about that, like if you felt like it was a bait and switch. <laughs> But we had a good crowd, which is great. Uh, always fun to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love I love this concept of the series. You feel like you're a lucky person, unlucky? What do you feel? I feel like I'm usually a pretty lucky person. Yeah? Yeah. Do you feel like... Um, so there's a thing uh, called hedging. Uh-huh. When you're halfway through a, 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 a two-part bet or three-part bet or whatever, where you've got half of it done, you've already won the first part, and you have to win the second part, or else you, also, you lose the whole thing. Do you feel like you're lucky enough to let it ride and go for the big the big win, or would you hedge and take half the bet now and pay it all off? I feel like I would hedge, but I don't know if that's like So a, that communicates to me that you think that you're unlucky. Yeah, but I I don't know that that matches the reality of my experience. Maybe not. I think that's just my cautious nature. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're just in <laughs> safe economy. Yeah. So you would never make that bet in the first place, is what no, you're saying. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I totally understand that. I was reading in in preparation for this series about how uh, a lot of times we liken luck to lottery or scratch tickets or whatever, um, and yet it, even in the moment, even in the purchasing of the process, we're buying into the idea uh, that a windfall of good money is a good thing for us, right? So we're already mm-hmm. we're already in the backdrop of this sort of thing. Like it's not relevant to talk about luck at that point. It's there's more underlying issues that are at stake in that. <laughs> A large sum of money solves all your problems or yeah. makes you happy. Yeah. So, And I uh, don't really hold with that. So, Right. Exactly. Okay, I'm not sure I've ever What's the bought. luckiest thing you've ever, like a raffle or a, a drawing? I mean, or so a, this year we do, um, I won a Wingstop gift card at school recently. Okay. So. <laughs> 
that's the luckiest <laughs> thing you've ever won, and you consider yourself lucky. I'm just, no, I just want, no, I'm processing that. I'm having like, you process I've that. Won, I've won a couple other raffles and like things like that. So, I mean, I've gotten some of those kinds of things, but I, uh, but I've never won like something at like a stadium or at a like any of those kind of big events. Yeah. So. I mentioned my wife being lucky in mm-hmm. games that we play on Sunday with dice. And, you know, if she has to roll a six, that's exactly what she rolls. Um, she, at one point as a kid, won a mountain bike from like Mountain Dew or something like that. <laughs> I can't even remember the story and I'm probably getting the brand wrong, uh-huh. but it was some, it was one of those things where she didn't even drink Mountain Dew. You know how much Mountain Dew I drank as a kid? <laughs> When I moved here, the welcome, the new pastor's kid uh-huh. was shopping carts full of Mountain Dew. I'm pretty sure that set off my glycemic cycle from the very beginning. And I was like facing an uphill battle in terms of having a six pack as an eighth grader. But I had two shopping carts full of Mountain Dew. Oh, I literally weird. put them in the back of my car, my uh, 1986 Toyota Celica is my first car. And like it would just be back there, and anytime I needed a soda after basketball or baseball, we just pop the trunk, grab them, and go. Oh my god! I had so I drank so, so much, much Mountain Dew. <laughs> I never won a bike. I never won anything. They would always do those like collect the <laughs> collect the name. All you have to mm-hmm. do is collect P E P S I or as you know mm-hmm. something stupid or enter this code. I would actually do those things, and I'm telling you, I never won a thing. And I remember her telling me one time, "Yeah, I won a bike once from Mountain Dew," and I was like. How, 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 how did that work? And, and, and it's crazy. It's mind boggling. So uh, I'm not just pulling that out of thin air. Like she literally is, yeah. I believe seems that to about be her. lucky uh, as a person, but I believe that, you know, maybe in the, in the light of what we talked about on Sunday, maybe I'm in that light. I'm blessed. not a lucky person, but I guess I think of myself as lucky for like other reasons, okay. in other contexts. So, so we talked about, um, a little bit about, uh, a, a book, a uh, philosophical treatise by a guy named Boethius who writes about um, Lady Philosophy coming to him on his death, in death row, basically he's about to die and, and walks him through being a good person even though nobody's ever going to find out about it and he's not going to personally benefit from it. And I, I talked uh, a little bit about um, like Lady Fortune, the, the original Wheel of Fortune. One of the things I forgot to mention on that is in a lot of the paintings, uh, Lady Fortune is blindfolded so she can't actually uh, see that yeah. it's not it's not her like... It's not like... Intent- it's not like... Pointed, yeah, and in, in, in some of those, in some of those uh, things, like with uh, the blind lady of, of justice, right? Mm-hmm. It's the scales, that, and she's blind because she doesn't know who's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And this way, it, the same way, her hand is on the wheel, and she doesn't really know who mm-hmm. she's benefiting or not benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking through like the chance and the fortune that lands on all of us, and that we go through. And and uh, do you feel like you've led a? Uh, what, what do you what do you feel like in the season of life? Where are you on the wheel? I feel like I'm so the the four were like a king who's at the top, um, right? Like a I rule, right? Uh-huh. The one was like the popper who's like okay, but not. I, ha- I have ruled, which is like yeah. uh, which wasn't the, that was like more of the um, like a civilian or something yeah. like that. And then the, the bottom, on the bottom, the bottom was yeah. a popper. Like I don't have anything. I have no kingdom. I have no kingdom. Yeah. And then the like nine o'clock or whatever was like on the rise. Aristocrat know. merchant. Yeah. Someday I'll. Really I honestly, hopeful. right now, probably feel like the nine o'clock person. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I could put like words into why I think that. Yeah. Because I think that there would be maybe that's just hopeful, or maybe that's <laughs> ignorance. Like I'm on top, but it. Doesn't- I mean, I probably could put words into that. Like I just feel like I just started a career. Yeah. I just started. I had a big pay bump. Like right. I'm looking at potentially buying a house in the next year. Like. 
you know, I feel like I'm in that spot. Yeah. So. Right. Nobody's knocking on your door right now going, here's your teacher of the year award. No. You, you did it, right? Yeah. Like you're still earning your keep and oh, for sure. And and proving yourself in this way. There's not like I'm the I'm the most wanted teacher, desirable oh. teacher at Chiawana. I like I highly doubt that. Kids don't know who you are. <laughs> they yet. don't know who I am. I'm at not all. saying that you can't get there someday. <laughs> I, I see that in your future. Um should Lady Fortune spin her wheel in your direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and I, I feel like in in the same way, it's not like Oh my gosh, Brent, we have uh, so many people come to this church to hear you. We need 12 services, right? You're like, no, it's like, we're, we're, I'm like crazy thankful that people brought their kids on Sunday yeah. and <laughs> made the room feel a little bit better, right? Um, so I, anyways, I think that yeah. that is, uh, is definitely a piece of it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that you have gone through seasons. I think, and, and it's different in different areas of life because I really do feel like the season that I was in when we moved back here and bought a house and started our, started our family and started our life early on was completely like blessed in fortune. Like we mm-hmm. were, you could say, you know, if you're super religious, blessed by God. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you know, what happens to people who aren't mm-hmm. in the, are they not blessed by God? So that's, that's kind of hard to do, but I really do think lucky, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, whatever you want to call it, like, mm-hmm shouldn't have the things that we have at this point. Right. Yeah. So, and that's that you mentioned Malcolm Gladwell and you were talking about, um, his Bill Gates. book. Yeah. Which I think is, I don't remember what the book is called. So 10,000 hours or well, he talks about it. The ten, No, what is it called? I was, I was trying to think through that. Travis asked me that at staff meeting today. I can't remember if it came from the book. Outliers. It is from the book outliers. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The Bill Gates story is from the book Outliers. Okay. I had also listened to his Revisionist History yeah. podcast. It's possibly he's talked about it yeah. on that as well. So there's some crossover. Because I listened to that also because I enjoy Mac- Malcolm Gladwell. That's one of the f- things we have in common. Um, but it's it's specifically in his book Outliers. Okay. Yeah. Um, he talks about the Bill Gates and being in the right place at the right time in the right place of history. And so yeah. like the things, a lot of the things that we think come from hard work or um, being a good person or whatever are really just happenstance and being in the right space at the time when something is starting to take off and having and having like curiosity about it and no, not negating someone's personal contribution to their success, but also recognizing that the amount of their success is not all them. Um, and so in that, like, I feel that really deeply about like my life and trying to see, okay, yeah, I work hard and I put in work, but I can also see the legacy of my family or the opportunities I've been given because of these different things or being able to travel as a kid and what that's done for my life and what that's done for how I am. And so like, I, like for me, that book was really enlightening in terms of it's not all you, like some of it is just luck. Did you get, were you lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think we don't want it to be, I mean, we don't want it to be luck when we're on top. We want it to be a product of our result. Like I I thought that joke uh, that I did about why did I, why did I succeed in the house stuff, keeping the house versus all of my friends in Seattle, Portland who lost theirs (laughs) is because I'm so much smarter than them. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I wrote that and laughed so freaking hard. I could not wait to deliver that joke. It was one of those ones that's on there and I'm like, I got it highlighted and I'm like, just get there, get there, get there. It's going to work. And I, it, it's so funny because it's so freaking true. I feel like. Uh, Absolutely not. Well, not, not sorry. 
it's it's not true that I'm so freaking so much smarter than no, but it's the, so that, true like, that, that deception is, yeah, comes mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And that we actually we go yeah, I, must, I mean I just right place, right time. Better. But yeah. like I mean, there's a lot of people right place, right time yeah. as me, mm-hmm. and I'm still better than all, all that. You know what I mean? And you just uh, it's it's amazing how much we and, yeah. and to try and <laughs> like to then dive into it and go, okay, well, what percentage was right time, right place, and mm-hmm. what percentage was was um, hard work? Because there's no doubt in my mind that Bill Gates worked his butt off. To oh, get for to where sure, he was. I, like, I, please, I do not. I'm a capitalist enough to be like like that hard work yeah. can pay off, right? So um, I, I get that, and I think that it's a product of him using his business acumen, and and there are other kids probably that had some or even more access than than he did. I'm just saying that he had more access than most. Yeah, and was in that top percentage mm-hmm. and he took advantage of it i mean and his school had him. like a computer club in the 70s right i love that piece of him <laughs> doing it one of the primary purposes was to schedule himself <laughs> in an all-girls class because he went to an all it was an all-boys school but they mm-hmm. did have some crossover classes in the like this in the in some of those classes where it's like a little <laughs> like computer science or whatever yeah, else uh-huh. that are a little bit harder to kind of field a full classroom size yeah so he found out which ones had the most girls because <laughs> it, it's so opposite of what, what you think of when you look at bill gates yeah <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't. You look at him and be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's definitely number one nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, one of my favorite memes mm. ever is him and Steve Ballmer dancing at the Windows 7 launch. Did you ever see that? I Yes, f- I think I have seen that them, video. Uh-huh. Like doing the original. It's in the 90s, right? Oh, no, it's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> and it's like, it was the predecessor. I don't know if it's, pre- actually, I take that back. I don't know if Steve Jobs did his kind of things before or after, uh-huh. but like Steve Jobs made them like great, right? Yeah, that was uh-huh. what people look forward to and probably one of the reasons Apple succeeded. And this is their attempt to either lead with that and be like Steve, or maybe they did it beforehand. And Steve's yeah. like, that sucked, but I could do it so much better. I don't yeah. know. All I know is anytime <laughs> there's like this thing about like dads yeah. and this is what happens. In the- well, cause they're wearing like polos and khakis. Yeah. And, they, and they're, they're trying like, to like, they're trying to dance, dance and the music's and it's going. It's not good. It's like, <laughs> I remember my favorite one was uh, every year when the masters come on TV, this is dads <laughs> everywhere, right? So great. Uh, so great. Amazing. Uh, what else? Anything else stand out? Um, in the talks? I think the only thing, oh, the other thing I was thinking about was, um, cause you were talking about, so when you have something, right, when we're in that group of haves, it's really, that's, um, it's really hard to learn lessons when you're in the haves yeah, category. Right. Um, and it's much easier to learn lessons when you're not. Um, and so that's that kind of, that's kind of your idea about it's how to be unlucky. How do we live in a way that we are having those lessons and having those experiences? And then the other thing I was thinking about is, um, you touched a little bit on what does it mean to be good? And, you know, the Bible says like, um, faith, faith, hope, love, wisdom, justice, courage, and temperance. Um, and, I think that those those things become realer when we are unlucky and they become a deeper part of your character when you have moments of being unlucky. When you are perpetually lucky or have everything happen for you, those things don't have to become deep. You can have a surface level of faith and hope and love and courage and justice and all of those things But when you are up against it and when you're having those moments of luckiness, that gives you an opportunity to make that a core of your character. Yeah. 
I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, nothing breeds complacency like winning, right? Yeah. So when you're when you're winning, it's like nothing. Nothing. I mean, can go let's wrong. look at the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, I don't know all that happened, but if if. <laughs> And my only <laughs> repository to that or, you know, response to that would be if that was true, um, you would think the marriage would be better, but they're not. So I don't know what to say. Um, but you but, do see that like when a team is winning a lot and yeah, then they'll sure. like lose yeah. horribly yeah. to a team they should not have lost horribly to right. because they they didn't take it seriously. They didn't. They were complacent. Yeah. So and businesses are the same way. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you keep something going? You got this momentum. You can't just think that this is going to just naturally continue. You're going to have to read, you know, go back to the drawing board and take more risks. The risks are the things that got you there. You mm-hmm. risked and, and put it all into good things and get thoughts and lots of legwork. And, you know, anyways, that's good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, awesome. Let's go into our something interesting. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, there is. She said she had something really good. She sent the bar high, guys. <laughs> I did. She's like, I have a good one today. <laughs> I do. I think you're going to think good. it's I'm really excited. funny. Um, there is a bill in the Oklahoma legislature right now to open a Bigfoot hunting season. Oh. With They would require hunting licenses, people okay. to purchase hunting licenses. Okay. And then there is a $25,000 reward for capture of Bigfoot. And it is proposed to increase tourism to the Washita Mountains in Utah. And apparently, according to a Bigfoot like conglomerate website, something, there have been 106 Bigfoot sightings in the Washita Mountains in Oklahoma. You know who's- but there is an actual legislation yeah. in the state of Oklahoma to open a Bigfoot hunting season. You know who's all about this and like probably put this in motion is the Discovery Channel. <laughs> probably. Because they want to do a show following around some probably. rednecks who are out hunting who paid $150 for a license, for a license to hunt a mythical foot. being. Yeah. A, you know, uh, allegedly. 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 Uh, <laughs> the question then becomes would you watch this show? And I'm not entirely sure I would say no. Yeah, I feel like you would totally watch that I, show. I might. Like, the scenery would be one thing. That'd be kind of cool. I okay. like scenery stuff right now. Like, uh, the NHL hosted some outdoor hockey games okay, this yeah. week on Lake Tahoe. And I was like, let's let's look. I don't know what Lake Tahoe looks like. Yeah. I, I would if, it, if this was like, I, and part of the Ozarks, part of the reason I like Ozark on TV is okay, like, yeah. I've never seen that part of the country. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it, right? Um, so that would be interesting to me. <laughs> Um, the people could be interesting. The people could be very um, interesting. If there was like a romantic love interest, like one of them fell in love with Bigfoot and then he's like torn between, do I want $25,000 or like keep this guy around? Uh, that could be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of ways this could go with discovery. So I like how you just marketed a show for discovery. Right I, now. Uh, you would watch it. You know, you would. <laughs> I mean, I might now. I don't know. Yeah. One or two episodes. Yeah. Let's see. I'd check it out. But yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that yeah, little tidbit. I like it. Hey, uh, <laughs> so my something interesting is a uh, a podcast uh, that I uh, came across. Well, I, I was I found out about it recently because I really like the podcast with Knox and Jamie. I, I've mentioned them multiple times before. It's a must listen for me, and and I I support them on Patreon and do all all of the things. He started a uh, a sports podcast sports betting podcast called Ooh. over underachievers with his friend <laughs> jason waterfalls which is nice. a fake name uh, because um 
uh, you know, he, they, I think it's like sports gambling and, and they're uh, from the yeah. South. So it's mm-hmm. like, I gotta, gotta keep it secret. Uh, anyways. Um, and it's really interesting. It's entertaining. And it, it doesn't matter if you're into sports betting or not. It's like fun over under how long is this coach going to be here over under who's the best, uh, quarterback, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Knox is always funny. And so if you're looking, if you're into sports and, uh, into in- interesting things like that, check it out Nice over under achievers. That's a good title. It is a good job. Yeah. So could we, we've done some over-unders in the past. We've done lots of over-unders. Yeah. It's one of your favorite games. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I've actually noticed I use that phrase way more in my vernacular. Because of us. Because, because of, of this. Yeah. See? We're changing the world one podcast at a time. Over-under. How many times have I mentioned over-unders in the last year on this podcast? I'll, get, I'll set the line okay. at 11 and a half. Over. Over. Yeah, probably. I think you win. That was a bad line. See, it should have been higher. <laughs> Dumb. Over underachievers. You said it almost 11 times in this podcast. So <laughs> that's true. Set myself up for failure. All right. Uh, this weekend is part two of our How to Be Unlucky series. We'd love to have you uh, online during the live stream at 10 o'clock. Log in a little bit early. Check out Kylie and Megan. Or if you want to check it out in person, you can RSVP on the website or via the weekly. There's also a chance to RSVP for our March 28th launch, relaunch with two services, 9 and 10 o'clock. The 10 o'clock will have kids. The 9 o'clock will not. So uh, find one of those to plug into and, and, uh, Easter's coming up as mm-hmm. well. We're getting like prepared and ready for yeah. Easter. The band filmed something yesterday I to know. try and do some music stuff. And so exciting times exciting ahead, times. exciting times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else? I don't, I'm good. Okay. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks Bye. for listening. See ya.